Astro. Yeah. Sun is down, freezing cold. That's how we already know. Winner's here. Madot will probably do it for the Louis Bill. That's just all he know. He don't know nothing else. I try to show him. Yeah, try to show him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna on my pick and roll. Young La Flame, he's in sicko mode. Welcome to Juice Box Sports, presented by Mario Sanchez. I'm your host, Mario Sanchez, Texas realtor and NFL owner of the 13 times world champions, the Green Bay Packers. Now that the All-Star game is over, it's time to get back to business. You already know. Now we are on the way towards another championship run. But in a recent report from Ken Rosenthal states that Juan Soto has rejected a massive contract offer from the Nationals, which has now led Washington to entertain trade offers for the young superstar. In fact, if he rejects any ensuing last-ditch contract offer, it seems likely that they will <coughs> they will do everything has fallen apart with the Nationals organization since they won the World Series in 2019. In the years following, they have a record of 121 and 193 losses, while trading away stars like Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, and it's clear that Juan Soto wants to continue his career elsewhere. But the package to acquire a player like him would be something we have never seen before. Now, the Houston Astros have been in the market for an outfielder and acquiring special talent like Juan Soto just might be make this seem unstoppable. Making for Soto would have to include MLB proven talent and a boatload of top prospects for the Nationals to not hang up the phone. The Astros don't necessarily have great prospect pool, but they do have a ton of young talent to possibly send over to Washington. Before I give a potential trade offer for Juan Soto, let's look at his his career stats to see what that team will be getting if they acquire him. In his five years in the MLB, Soto has 117 home runs, 354 RBIs, and a batting average of 292. One of the best things about Juan Soto is his discipline at the plate. 18.9% career walk rate, and he has a career OPS of 968, which is third best in baseball over the time span. He isn't the greatest defensively, but his presence at the plate makes up for his average fielding. The young Phenom is only 23 years old and still has a ton of time to improve his game and remain one of the best players in all of baseball. No one, no time to improve his game and remains one of the best players in baseball. No one knows what solo Soto real value is when it comes to trade. But here's the best mock, mock trade offer 
That would be fair for both sides. Astros receiving Juan Soto. Nationals receive Christian Javier, Jeremy Pena, Hunter Brown, Colin Barber, and Jaime Melendez. Now, you may look at this trade from the Astros' perspective immediately and say, no, but you have to remember the type of player you're trading for. Houston will be giving up a young starting pitcher, Javier, along with a rookie in Pena. They will also be giving up their top prospect, Hunter Brown, as well as another top 10 prospect in outfielder Colin Barber. Jaime Melendez ranks just outside of the 10 prospects in Astros organizations, according to MLB Pipeline. But he's a young, deceptive pitcher that has a ton of upside. A lineup that has Jordan Alvarez, Juan Soto, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman looks great, but I don't think the Astros should make an offer for Juan Soto. The size of any trade package will be for the last couple of years without a player like Juan Soto. And they will be just fine with that they have now. Grabbing a superstar like him will be great for the organization. Also has to stay focused on the future not ruin their farm system. In the second act of Justin Berlander's career as a member of the Houston Astros has been nothing short of remarkable. Berlander, at age 39, is among the frontrunners of the American League Cy Young Award race at the All-Star break. An unprecedented feat for someone who's missed all last season following Tommy John's surgery. Since coming to the Astros in the final minutes before the trade deadline of the 2017 season, Berlander has taken his career to new heights. He won a World Series, took home his second Cy Young while finishing second place. Reaching 3,000 career strikeouts, was named the most valuable player in, of the 2017 AL Championship Series. And through his third career no-hitter, in 91 career starts with the Astros in the regular season, Berlander is 55-18 and 18 with a 2.35 ERA. In the 084 whip, Berlander had a strong Hall of Fame resume when he became when he came to the Astros after pitching 13 years in Detroit, where he had a 3.49 career ERA with the Tigers in 380 starts. But he solidified his status as one of the most as one of the best arms of his generation. While playing for the Houston Astros, Berlander has said repeatedly he wants to pitch until he's 45 years old. He turned 40 in February, and he may need to, if he wants to reach 300 career wins, he's sitting at 238 wins, and could be one of the most one of the last pitchers to reach 300 if he can get there. But can he do it in an Astros uniform? Berlander signed a one-year $25 million contract last year with an option for the 2023 season. If Berlander throws 130 innings this season, a certain consider, considering he's currently 
at 109, one-third of innings. He can choose to return to the Astros next year for $25 million or opt out. If he has a second half that anywhere close to what he did in his first half, he's likely to get more money in free agency. Even as a 40-year-old, you never know what the odds, future odds hold. And you would like to, Berlander said on Monday during his media availability at the All-Star Game in Los Angeles. I think one, one thing this game has taught me is put your head down. <coughs> Work hard and whatever happens, happens. You didn't can't think about that what ifs or if not or whatever. You do not you do the best you can every five days or six days or occasionally seven days or eight now. Where the chips fall, they may. Burlander and owner Jim Crane are extremely close. Crane will undoubtedly want him back in Houston. The Astros' window of contention is very much wide, wide open, and figures to be so far at least next few years. And having Berlander lead the pitching staff would be a wise investment. Beyond what he brings on the field, Berlander's presence has been impactful. Remember when earlier this year he had a talk with better veteran pitcher Jake Odorizzi and helped turn his season around. He's also helped mentor some of the younger pitchers in the system including top pitching prospect Hunter Brown who grew up in Detroit and idolized Verlander. If this is the end of my run with Houston, it's been nothing short of incredible, Verlander said. The people in the city and the team, my teammates, have been a blessing. If not the end, it's also a blessing. In the center of attention, it's no secret that Astros haven't been getting strong production in center field so far this season, ranking 24 amongst the 30 teams in OPS production. A 5.93 at the position, Chas McCormick, Jose Siri split the time in center for the first three months before Jake Myers returned from shoulder surgery in late June and made the bulk of the starts. Myers had a nine-game hitting streak from July, June 30 to July 10, but went into All-Star break in a 1-for-19 slump. With the August 2 trade deadline approaching the Astros, the Astros figured to be in the market for a backup catcher a bullpen arm or two and another bat. There could be opportunities for playing time in the left field where starter Michael Brantley is injured and perhaps in center field the Astros are also ranked 24 in OPS, 684 at first base where Julie Gurriel was underperformed. On Rangers beat, Taberas who entered 2020 as the club number 3 prospect is beginning to reach his potential at the big league level. Entering Sunday, slashing 341, 360, and 549 with 
with 909 OPS to 29 games since being called up on June 13. It is a small sample, but compared to his 33 games in 2020 with 227, 308, and a 395, and a 49 games in 2021 with 161, 207, and a 270, it's a vast improvement. President of Baseball Operations John Daniels noted that while Tabera skipped AAA altogether before making his MLB debut in 2020, there was a little risk of de- developmentally due to the pandemic canceling minor league baseball season. The only other alternative for Taberos was scrimmaging against other Rangers minority, minor league leaguers across the street at the club's old home of Glove Life Park. Now, after some adjustments with his swing and revitalized confidence, Tibera looks like he truly belongs for the first time. I feel like you're going to keep seeing him get better, which is cool, said manager Chris Woodward. He's been really disciplined and is in a really good headspace. I know his numbers aren't really good. And I think there's reason to believe it. He can sustain it. That's always my thing. Can he sustain this? Or is it just a hot streak? But with the way he's preparing, I feel like he can sustain this kind of success. I don't know if the numbers stay exactly the same. But I like where he's at. He's confident. He's gone. He goes out there. With a little bit of swagger, I see him carrying himself in a different way. It's all positive trends right now. The conversation surrounds Tabaras for the last three years has been whether he could find success in the majors. For years, he seemed to be to have minor league pitching figured out. So what did it take for him to take the next step? The time between... Carlos gave me the confidence, Tabera said. I learned a lot. I was just learning that and trying to stay focused to get better. The confidence that I have today is all I need to go out there and do my best. That's the best thing that can happen. For now, it seems like Tabera's has put it together exactly as the same as the Rangers expected he eventually would. Well it takes more than confidence to be quality big leaguer, Taberos has taken the first steps. So this is the last time we have this conversation with you. A media member asked Taberos in a scrum after his most recent call up. This conversation being centered on what he needs to do to stay up in the big leagues for longer than a cup of coffee and how he's changed to give him a better chance to do so to bear a smile. Thanks for listening to the Juice Box Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at juiceboxsports.atx Till next time. Go Pack Go!